You're listening to This Hong Kong Live, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 7. Very often when we look at something, we are merely taking in the tip of an iceberg. There is always more, much, much more, to what we can see. I'm Renee, the youth host of This Hong Kong Life. I will talk to other young people like me and discover what's under the surface. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of This Hong Kong Life. I'm Avneet, your host today. If you have listened to our previous episodes, you might recognize me as one of the guests in episode 6 this season. Unfortunately, Renee cannot join us for the last episode of this season. That's why I'm stepping in. On behalf of Kelly, thank you so much to Renee for being the host for this Hong Kong Live. We wish you all the best in your studies and hope that you will come back and visit us in the future. Now, jumping into today's topic, we have some of my friends with me who are all members of Punjabi Pangra Hong Kong of which I am also a part. Let's introduce ourselves. Hi everyone, my name is Novin. I'm Harry. Hi everyone, I'm Nafpreet. So Harry, you are the founder of Punjabi. Would you tell us more about the history of like Pangra in general? You mean history of Pangra or yeah. history about our, uh, our group? Uh, Pangra. Pangra, okay. So Pangra basically is a folk dance and uh, originally from Punjab, which is northern part of India. So it's uh, it's mainly for the harvest festival. So when the farmers, uh, you know, after selling the crops, they would just celebrate at the farm while dancing Bhangra. In the history past, there was no music equipments or sound equipment during the, that time. So people usually dance this Bhangra on the live music. So there will be uh, some kind of drums, some other instruments, and they will just sing some songs, and uh, which we call bolinga, and they will start celebrate and dance at the farm. Everyone will gather together because they are happy, they earn money, and they will just have a party, basically. But nowadays, since we have equipments, we have uh, all the facilities, we have uh, studios, we have a uh, space, we have uh, everything, we have a sound system. So, well, music is easy for us right now. We don't really need a live music, which we can play some songs and just dance on it. So yeah, basically that's regarding Pangra, which we are doing right now at the present. So I've been here the uh, shortest amount of time compared to you guys. How has you guys started dancing in general? Um, I started dancing at a very young age, but uh, it was just more like there wasn't a specific genre that I was kind of really stuck up with. But I just wanted to try out like the concept of dance and movement is just it's just kind of like, you know, it feels good. So I started doing Pangra like a few years back. Honestly, I don't even remember. It's been a while. Uh, it'll be shocking. It's been like more than five years for sure. And it's just a way to meet people and like celebrate your culture. And it, it gives you more opportunities to go out and showcase what you have learned. Uh, so for me, I started in primary school, but it was just for fun. And then I stopped in high school and then Back in 2019, I just joined this Bollywood workshop. So I started with Bollywood dancing, and then I joined more Bollywood classes in Hong Kong. And through that, I joined Punjabi. 
and I think Punjabi I joined in 2021 and that's how I started my Bhangra journey and I loved it and I'm more connected to my culture now. For me it's a long thing. I started like 16 years back, 16 or 17. During school time I wasn't uh, that Punjabi guy. I used to hang out with a lot of uh, local people, game center, uh, riding bicycle, football. But there was a time when I got the opportunity to get into a team to perform in concert of a very popular singer coming over from India, from Punjab, to perform over here. Then I got into this team, and that was my first performance there. Then I started to like this kind of dance, which I feel uh, not like this dance, but I feel like this is my culture. I should learn. And my parents was very proud of it. They were like, oh, finally, this guy is doing something about the cultures, about Punjabi, about something related to Punjab, related to mother thing, okay? So, yeah, I just started and then uh, doing more and more until now. Yeah, so now we are doing actually quite more, yeah. yeah. That's a long time. And like when I was like dancing with you guys here, I just love the passion of the three of you because I can everyone can feel it like the way you teach, you know, and everything. It it's just the energy is so infectious and you just bring everyone together like the passion. And I just want to ask, like, how did the interest of dancing turn into passion? And it's something that you're not only learning, all of you teach once in a while as well. So how has that been like? So like something started off as just trying out into passion because once you find a way that kind of helps you express, it comes more than just like, you know, habits. So like if you have a routine, every week you come, you express yourself, you let out your energy. It was a good way to let out your energy, right? We all have unique ways. So I feel like for us, I think it's dance. So yeah, like... If you think that's a good way to express yourself, that kind of turns into passion because first of all, you're enjoying it. You are teaching, you're giving and you're getting. And yeah, that becomes passion very easily. It's not like you have to find a lot, think about it. No, it's just very natural. And once it becomes your passion, you don't even realize it until other people tell you. For me, it was just interest before. I just used to watch like on YouTube. And I was just really interested and that's how I started joining workshops and then like I found out like you know I can learn fast then slowly when I joined Bhangra I learned very fast and then it just became a passion because for me it is a way to forget about all my stress it actually does help me to you know forget about everything that else that's happening just focus on dance and express myself so it just became a passion and seeing everybody come together and laugh and you know enjoy is just really fun. It makes my parents proud, which also makes me very proud that I'm following my culture. I'm learning something about my culture. I realize that this kind of dance really helps you relieve a lot of stress. Sad thing happens in my life. But this Pangara really boost me up. They really kick me like, okay, now, once I start dancing, it's a weekly exercise, which really helped me to release, uh, relieve my stress every time. Any, every time there's a sad things happen, Pangara really helps. Really helps me when I come to the dance floor, when I come to the studio. It really gives you a different vibe, which you forget everything, totally everything. And just like starting a new life. Like, so every week I have a new life. Every time I work from 
Monday to Friday, we have a lot of stress. But when Saturday we come for practice, I start a new new week, okay, with a very, very good new week. So I think, and now it's really become my passion and also a side profession as well, because I, I teach them, uh, not only you guys, I teach the kids, I feel happy with them. I teach uh, a lot of people outside as well. And I have a chance to travel as well, do the workshops overseas, and also connect with new people. And Bangra is not only about passion, it's really about networking also. You can learn, you can meet a lot of people and you can understand everyone. There's a different people around the world. There will be people supporting you. There will be people who will love to meet you. And yeah, so Bangra is not only about passion, it's also about the networking and now it's become my profession as well. So you have mentioned like how it has helped you relieve your stress and it's true that like health it's not just limited to a, an aspect like physical health it's all interrelated like physical health mental health even social health like when you come to pangra you not only move your body you also like the happy hormone release along the way that you know it benefit your mental health and also like meeting a bunch of people it benefit your social health as well so i think dance it's a good way to you know uh, benefit all aspect of your health and i know that like uh, noan and harry you have been to competitions overseas and people always see the you know the final performance or you know the final video but how how is the behind the scene like for you guys like how do you prep and yeah how does that look like it's honestly like building a thing from scratch it's not one thing. When we dance, it actually looks like a team, not individuals dancing. So you have to consider so many things. Yeah, like in the final stage, it's just the music is playing and you're just, you're in very pretty costumes and you're dancing with happy smiles and all that. But in practices, first of all, you do countless hours of practices. You really have to take time out of your personal life to kind of commit and commitment is a very big thing because see if in your mind if I'm not passionate about dancing why am I going to give my time to travel all the way meet others think about so many things what are we going to do it's an eight minute performance performance for performance but it's like countless hours of physical pain kind of agreeing to a lot of things so the backstage you know even if you're just the outer person is just looking at the practices. You you see, okay, yeah, we're working hard. But the team members actually know what goes through is a lot more than just sweat, physical health, stretching. It's the mindset. And if you don't have the mindset, then you actually can't achieve anything. <laughs> the vaccine. <laughs> uh, I think for me, uh, for me, I... Honestly, I give all the headaches to mm. no one. <laughs> it's not a headache. <laughs> all the, everything. But I think it's not only about uh, that thing. It's about everyone was very responsible during that time. They take care of their health. They really take their own duty. Like, for example, sometimes I need to tell them, oh, you need to carry this up, go home. So it, it's not becoming a team, but we became a family, actually. We really help each other. Uh, we get really close to each other because we meet each other like three times a week. In the beginning of the practice, maybe once a week, but when we come closer to, closer to the competition, we really meet like, okay, after work, and after work we have a practice and then dinner. Not all of us are working. Some of them are students, final year students. So it's just a lot of 
different age people coming together. So that's very magical. <laughs> yeah, because you know sometimes if the age is age gap is too much, mm-hmm. sometimes there is there is not a connection there. Mm-hmm. But for us, it again the same thing. We become a family. Older older age people like me become a father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I take care, I instruct them and everything. But everyone really listen. They understand that competition is also very important for us. So everyone was very committed, and the most happy thing is the result. Mm-hmm. Whenever we go, we have a result. Every time there's a positive result, we came uh, champion two two times and then uh, second runner-up in India. For us, it's we really feel like it's worth. Mm-hmm. It really worth uh, give up our time to the Pangara. It really worth because we think it's overall it's uh, it's about the result actually. I remember back in 2019, you guys were preparing for Bangra Arena, and I was just seeing you guys like prepare and all that. I was totally like amazed and surprised by how much you have to put into, you know, for competition and all. Um, I also want to ask, like, how has Bangra in Hong Kong been like? You know, you have uh, Harry, you have been trying to teach many people and. You know, um, like asking and encouraging the youth to join as well. And how has that been like? With especially you two, you you are the you know earliest members of the you know team. How has that been like? Is it becoming more and more popular? Are people more you know uh, enjoying doing pangra and all that? Um, I feel like Bhangra has, social, especially social media wise, it has spread like a wildfire. There are so many competitions that are recorded, especially in US, America, UK, Canada, India as well. And when we, I mean, honestly, we spend a lot of time in social media, right? And TikTok as well. So when we see like, oh my God, these people are doing so well, and people will be like, I want to learn this, and they're gonna find out where can we learn this, especially in Hong Kong, because only actually, I think only Harry teaches. Nobody else. Yes, you can learn from videos, but it's not the same thing. So I do see new faces coming in because I know they want to look like the people in the videos, right? Let's be honest, that's true. So I will give a big shout out to social media for helping to spread Bangra. Uh, it helps a lot. Like I started this whole journey just because I. You know, first of all, I someone introduced me to Harry, and secondly, on YouTube, I found random videos, and I just, it wasn't, I wasn't stopping, just like, oh, I like this video, I like that video. Social media is a big help, and I do see a lot of progress in Hong Kong. For me, it's uh, totally different. During my time, there was no social media, <laughs> so <laughs> for me, my time, why it encouraged my age people that time to dance Bangla is because we can, we have a opportunity to dance on uh, concerts. Where we can get the free tickets, <laughs> so we have a chance to meet the popular singers and everything, which really, you know, uh, that's the that's actually the reason why we actually and you know encourage us to dance pangra to meet more uh, celebrity, many people, and uh, we think it was fun. But then now, yes, no one is correct now. Social media is there. It's a trend. Uh, it's a trend right now. People want to be someone like on the videos where they look, where they watch YouTube, Instagram, and whatever. Uh, Not about not about the not about the teenagers, but I will also say uh, about the middle-aged people, housewives. Uh, I see a lot of uh, housewives also interested in Bangla. I always ask them why. Not only Indian and even non-Indian Chinese or whoever it is, 
they like Bhangra is because they feel, first of all, they want to do some energetic exercise. And they are bored of going for gym. And when they see Bhangra, they like the beat, which the toll, this drum, hits the body. And you really feel like your shoulders are moving. You really want to do something. And it also helps because it's very energetic. You need to do a lot of, uh, you know, uh, sit down, up, and it's all about coordination and everything. So it not only encourages the teenagers, but also the middle-aged ladies, especially the ladies, they are very interested to join Bangra. And uh, in Hong Kong, I I, I still have a lot of uh, (laughs) classes to start. Uh, a lot of inquiries, a lot of people are asking me, Harry, when are you going to teach Bangra? So I think it's everyone. Everyone is uh, yeah, encouraging everyone, no matter what age you are. So at the very end, I'd like to ask you guys if you have anything to say for those who are struggling with their life and their passion at the same time. Because some people might not be able to balance or they thought they thought that they might be choose they need to choose one of them but what's your is there something you would like to say to those people i feel like uh especially now you need passion more than anything honestly if you're passionate about it you'll find a way and when you find a way you will see the result that it makes you happy and if it makes you happy obviously you're not going to stop doing it so it's just that one push you know that one kind of step you have to take Even I wanted, always wanted to be a part of a dance team, right? But somebody introduced me, so it, you know, that got started. But it was my decision to keep coming. So if it's your passion, you're never going to regret it. Like, it's always positive. So why wouldn't you want to do something that's going to be positive? Like, there's no bad effects to it. You end up happy. You end up doing better in your life, in your school, in your work. So just give it a go. Don't think twice. Yeah, exactly. I agree with Navan. That's what I had in mind. If you're passionate enough, you will be able to find time. Because for me, even when I started Bangra, uh, I was not that passionate. So I remember I used to skip some classes. But once I became very passionate, now I won't even miss a class until I really, really have to. And I feel like pe- people who are not passionate enough, if they find one little excuse, they'll just you know not go for it or to just skip. But if you're passionate enough, whatever re- reasons you might have, you'll make time. You'll just make time. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, sometimes you might have a bad day that, you know, you don't have the courage to, like, kind of stick to a routine. It's okay. You can always come back later. Like, that's that's not the end. Try everything. <laughs> all kind of dance. Yeah. Don't just think about, uh, I want to... Yeah, because if you look at the videos or if you look at the things, you think that it's very easy. But then when you go to try, you will feel like it's not for you. Then you will get depressed. You will feel unhappy. You will say, no, it was very easy. I loved it. But why I cannot do it? But maybe that's that's not the thing for you. Maybe there's something else for you. You try every kind of dance. Maybe you're good at something. Maybe not only dance. You can do yoga. You can do gym. You go for running. You go any kind of sports or activities, which you will actually find which is the right one for you. For me, I never liked to dance, Bangla. I never liked to dance at all. But suddenly it become my passion now. So... You never know what will come in your life. So try everything. See what is the right thing. What makes you happy? What makes you your mindset relief? That will be the right passion for you. Actually. It's about keep trying, staying committed. And yeah. So thank you for being here. Always. Thank you for having thank us. You. Thank you. Thank you. This is the last English episode for season seven. 
Thank you for joining us this season to discover what's under the surface. Upcoming, we will be releasing two special editions of Chinese episode, so please stay tuned. Last but not least, we are in planning for the next season already. So if you listeners want to share your thoughts on the show, contact us by DM on Instagram at Kelly Support Group. Or send us an email at kelypr at kely.org. We look forward to meeting new guests and welcoming back all of you listeners in the next season. So until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening. This Hong Kong Live is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kely.org. See you next time.